I was actually thinking, I, I, I'm just gonna talk stray, you know how I do. Um, but I, I had been thinking a lot about like, um, kind of the pressure to perform. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, like in, in, in different circumstances and you know, where I am in life now, uh, but also like when I was out there and just when in a lot of different situations, um, there's like this, there, there are expectations lumped on top of you um, that, that I think a lot of times people don't realize that they're passing on and it, it, it's not it's not to like say in a way of like oh I feel like this way or that way but more so just how I related it to where this kind of came from to kind of backtrack is I kind of thought about you know how I prepare for this it's like do I do whatever whatever blah 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 and it's like I, I don't prepare at all and I've tried to and I think like a lot of times I've tried to prepare out there and a lot of times I gave I gave a lot of speeches I would have never called them speeches and now I understand why I never called them speeches because I feel like you prepare a speech like you get ready you grab notes and I did have sticky notes because there was information that I knew needed to be shared and I didn't want to forget the information but like I also knew that I would know how to link it together like I knew I'd just get up there and talk and like there would come times where I needed like hard facts and I'd pull one of those hard facts because it's like it correlates to what I'm saying but like when I'm saying whatever I'm doing is more so just coming out of like raw feeling one of my one of the campmates out there his name was Jason I called him the wildling in my head because <laughs> he never wore a shirt but Jason he always he made this comment he was like straight from the heart no script because he used to make sure that we started recording all of our speeches everybody would go to different places and start talking because like that's kind of what happens when you get out into into like the activist world and like you're on the ground and you know it's like the height of the uprising so it's like people are places and they're they're feeling things and they're upset and like I felt like I or I was shown that I had the ability to speak to people that like people would listen to me and that like what I said mattered maybe in a sense but it's like what it, like what I the information that I had to share was useful and that like people could use this information it's like people could use these ideas or like people could use the this this way of thinking even because one of the things I also said a lot when I was out there and I believe that one of the fixes for our society is that we have to purposefully go through a cultural change and a cultural change is about changing ideology uh, it's about like changing habits it's about it's a literal it literally starts from the individual you know what I mean um, and it expands out from there because again thinking about this time that I, I I always say like time at the campus there was this 24-hour protest camp uh, in Grand Park across from City Hall we were, this is a 24-hour protest we stayed there we were always you know we're everywhere wherever we needed to be helped the unhoused community showed up at these protests gave, put our bodies on the cause put our voices on the line we did uh, whatever needed to be done to what we believe to affect radical change um, 
so you end up going to these different places and like meeting these different people in order to try and like share ideas and one of the things that I often did because I tried to be wherever wherever I could be wherever I thought there were people who needed help so that's why I went out there to begin with like I need to go help people um, the first thing I did was just listen and I think like that's a thing that's something that people aren't good at and I want to say people aren't good at anymore but I don't know I can't recall a time where I'm like oh the, like the mass of people I run into are good listeners it really is maybe a skill um, but sometimes we just gotta like listen and like that's one one of the ways that I found out that like not only you know everybody's hurting you know on both sides on every side because I won't even say both sides because it's not the people on your own side aren't even on your side it's something that you find out when you're out there or like when you're anywhere really but it's like you you go out there and like yeah you're marching together but like that person next to you doesn't believe in it believe in it for the reasons that you believe in or believe that it can be done in the reason the way that you believe it can be done so you get splintering you know what I mean like you look at the the condition of the movement as it is termed uh today and it's like everybody fractured into their own little groups and everything even within the camp that I was a part of they fractured into their own groups because no I don't think a lot of people are willing to listen and do what's best for like the whole community or like try to find out what the even ground is for the whole community they've been wronged and they want retribution for that but like there's a greater responsibility that we have to consider but anyway I I I would go out there and just listen to people and when it did come when the opportunity did come to speak because a lot I purposely did not ask to speak in a lot of places because like I'm not here to like take over anything or like change the direction but like if they would allow if they're looking for people to speak which a lot of times some of these places were then like I would take the opportunity and try and share the information that I had or the ways of thinking and what it really came down to is being honest like literally just letting <laughs> letting your letting your thoughts flow somebody once said to me it's fun to listen to you because I speak through my thought processes which is like I guess true but one of the th one of the things about that is that I do for the most part just try to speak honestly um all right yeah like try to speak as honestly as possible because while also trying to be well spoken because again like if you're not well spoken they'll easily throw you out they'll very easily try to find anything to discredit you like you look at <laughs> I was recently having a conversation and we were talking about uh the, the chant defund the police which is like I like I'm not personally like a defund the police person I understand where it comes from and I think that's the thing the people who are offended by it or like feel a certain way by it aren't ingesting where it comes from um, but I do think that it's something that should be worded better honestly to be said because it's like there's yeah there there are situations or ideal future where you can't completely defund the police and abolish the system itself but it's like where we're at where we're at in society right now 
does not provide for that so more so what we need to do is modernize the police we need to change the ideology of the police change the culture of the police and that also comes with changing the culture at large but like that's a subject that you know what we step to later um the whole the whole thing around how how you speak about things becomes important because you know what i mean you have to you have to be clear clear you have to be clear as to what the actual goal is and some people's goal is to actually defund the police so it's like sure let that be that but also know that if you're talking about doing what's best for the greater community the like all of us then like you actually have to step back and be like what is what is the compromise so to speak but it's like it's you shouldn't look at it as a compromise because it's something being done for all of us whether it's done the way you think it should be done is like a different case which again to me anyway comes around to this thought about it being a cultural issue that we have to resolve in order for us to move forward because it is it is mindset it is about whether or not you consider the person next to be next to you to actually be your neighbor or be your be part of your community uh, one of the things that we definitely see in this co- country is sharp and like like sharp and dedicated divisionalism. Everywhere you look, it's like everybody wants to claim their side or their camp or like wherever the case may be. And one of the things I used to say out there, one of the things that I'll continue to say is that like we have to build a new community like we've forgotten the times where like we were all american and now i know i'm sounding like the old man in the room but like i do remember when i was younger where there was like pride in being american like we're one big community and like that whole american dream thing which clearly or yeah like absolutely has been co-opted more so than corrupted which was what i was going to say but it's more so been co-opted um taken from us and you used against us and now we have this place where you i mean look at where we are now with the pandemic we can't do anything for the greater good like there's people who just like oh yeah no forget that like i'm not worried about mask or i'm not worried about this or i'm not worried about social tradition i just want to go out and party and go to restaurants and eat and like do all the things that i was doing before because like i don't think it'll affect me but like your carelessness could kill other people if you actually cared about the people around you you suck it up and take that you know what i mean like take take on what needs to be taken on in order for the greater good which i think what brings me back around to this expectation to perform um which i felt out there it's like if you see yes like that everyone expects like oh you you should take on this or you should do that or i believe that you should be this um which is like one set of pressure but i also do believe that if you have enough clarity to see or you feel like you see what needs to be done and nobody's doing it then you should do it and that's oft i often where i found myself like i tried to fill the gaps of what i saw out there like was were, were we making sure that we were were we making sure that our message was coming across truthfully yet clearly 
because uh, I'm not the one to like look down on anybody's form of protest or how they speak or anything like that but I will say that like when it comes to a certain time we when it comes to speaking to quote unquote the other side or even your own side you have to make sure that you're understood but also make sure that you're understanding um, you have to make sure that like you, you can be understood you have to make sure that you're doing the things doing the things that need to be done in order for there to be progress so I often find myself and I'm sure maybe other people as well found themselves caught between the expectation to perform and the knowledge that you can actually perform that thing and where does where do you choose or where does the responsibility lie uh, in terms of which thing that you want to be what's the where again do you have the responsibility which I think so like if you if you are able to see it and you're able to do it then it should be done by you if you again if you can do it um, and I feel like kind of connected to that going off on a little bit of a tangent those that place the expectation to perform on you should also foster the grounds in which you can perform if they're to hold you to that but I think a lot of times we don't supply the resources you're like oh that person's capable but we don't they the backup they need the resources they need the uh, power that they need to do it we're not willing as the community you know behind them aren't always willing to make sure that that is something that they can do so it becomes like a, it is an unfair expectation if you're not going to do your part in it I talk about public service and I'll talk about public servants another time because I think like revolutionizing the idea of what it means to be a public service is key in fixing our country but again it's really about the revolution of every aspect of our society in order for us to survive um, this, this not like I want to say pandemic, but I'm not referring to coronavirus, like literally this decay of our society. <laughs> Sorry for being dramatic, but if we are going to like try and right this ship, it does take a top to bottom change. Um, but again, those who are willing to serve the public to make that change happen, we have to give them what they need in order for it to happen. Because otherwise, you get you just get you just get martyrs. You get people who throw their all into it, and when they when someone comes for them, when any when life comes from them, they can't withstand and they don't have the backup, so they fall away. And you wonder what happened to this person and that person. It's like, were you there for them? Or were you able, did you do everything in your power? Because everybody doesn't have the power to do everything, but did you do everything in your power to make sure that that person that you expect to perform was able to perform? So, um, yeah, that's, I, I think that's where, that's where my thoughts circle around. It's like, yeah, we, there are people who are capable and there's people who we expect to do, but like, we have to make sure that ground is there. I, from a teacher, she told me that 
it's, it's, there's this part of teaching where it's like one part to notice the way of thinking or the genius of a child and then it's a whole nother ability to be able to supply them with the tools they need to maximize on themselves and I think that fills out through both situations we want people to be out there we want leaders we don't want to say because we're in this time where leaders are bad word but we want and we need leaders are we willing to do what it takes to make sure that those leaders can survive that those leaders can stay incorruptible that those leaders can uh, perform in the way that they need to by giving them the power that they need in order to do it so that to me is what we need to think about and ingest as we look toward finding those who need to lead us out of this turmoil. I need to find a better word for like how to describe the state that we're in, but like the state in which we've come to the point where we need a revolution top to bottom. So that's what I got for you today. Anybody there? Hello. <laughs> I never know how to end these things, so. This is a really good home podcast production produced by Katie Politonoff and Andy Fraser. Fraser. Make sure I'm pronouncing that correctly this time. I've mispronounced it the last two times. Um, thank you, as always, to Chris Johnson, who created, recorded, and mixed the music uh, that speaks with whatever I'm just rambling about. Um, thank you to Yo Kaczynski, our recording engineer, Ryan Conley, our additional technical support. As well as Taryn Tobian, that's another one I was mispronouncing. Tobian, our Taryn Tobian, our director of publicity. Alana Revere, our visual creative director. Um, again, thank you for listening. This has been a really good home podcast production. Oh no, I already said that. Oh well, I said it twice. Sorry. We are a really good home.